0: Hello everyone, this is Kathak Kachakar. My name is Pramit, and this place is designed to be a central platform to bring conversations with Kathakars across the globe. The following is a conversation with Neha Pense. Neha is the founder and artistic director of Neha Pense Dance Academy, LLC, based in Houston, Texas. She is the disciple of late Mrs. Savita Godbole, Dr. Suchitra Harmalkar, and Padmashri Guru Shovna Narayan Traxel. She's been trained in Lucknow and Raigarh Gharana. She has done Masters in Kathak Dance from DAVV University Indore, and holds a gold medal in the same. She holds a degree in supply chain management from the University of Houston and is the daughter of renowned theatre personality Mr. Milind Deshpande. First, what would you say has been the highlight of your day so far?
1: Ah, uh, The highlight was just uh, my my uh, class with my Guruji, Shobhna Didi. Okay. So Tuesdays and Fridays are my days, they are my special days.
0: Uh-huh.
1: and The class goes on for like maybe 2-3 hours as Didi wants.
0: So that's okay. my day yeah okay that's a great way to spend it yeah, yeah,
1: it's
0: just great it's awesome and since you're talking about class i just wanted to discuss the classes you take as well um you know you i heard you told me that you recently got your academy registered so can you tell us the background about how that happens and why you did that and how do you feel about it
1: yeah yeah it it, it definitely feels great to have your own identity maybe be small or big or anything but mm-hmm. uh, So I started uh, teaching uh, 14 years back when I just moved to Houston, Mm -hmm. and I got a good opportunity to perform in my community, in my Marathi community. And there the people saw the performance and they approached me for teaching. Uh, Hmm. So that's how I started. I was very young and uh, there was teaching was not in my mind at all at that time. But I think the students made me teacher. And uh, slowly, I just uh, thoroughly uh, started enjoying it. And uh, then we thought of giving it a formal sort of, uh, you know, structure. Yeah. uh, I named it Aradhana Academy first, but Mm -hmm. uh, recently then people, uh, you know, started calling me Aradhana instead of Neha. So then I thought, thought, you know, why not give my own name and uh, register it properly. So we just, uh, we just leased a new studio for our academy and uh, yeah, so, we, uh, so it's Neha Paints
0: and Dance Academy, LLC now. Awesome. Congratulations on that. So, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so as you were picking out, say, your studio, what were the things you were looking for, you wanted to have, you didn't want to have? And of course, you won't get everything you want, but just curious about what you wanted.
1: Uh, fortunately, I got everything what I want. And as oh. a small business uh, owner, nice. Uh, For a few years, you just uh, don't look uh, at the, you know, output, you have to like invest little more. But I was looking for a good wooden floor, a hardwood floor for sure. Okay. Get here in Texas, and then uh, a bigger space due to COVID. I mean, there should be a good spacing between the students. Yeah. I love mirrors because then the students can correct themselves if I have a very big batch Of course, I go to them, I correct them, but the mirror, it does make a difference. Then our studio has a Bluetooth, so it's it's a wonderful sound system. And the addition is it's a newly made ballet studio. So they have all the lake surrounding my studio.
0: You said a lake surrounding yeah, your studio? Yeah, wow. yeah. it's okay. very
1: beautiful. So then, uh, yeah, I mean, it, and it's very good for me to say studi- uh, the younger students, they just enter, they look at the surroundings, they calm down a bit. And I tell them, you know, look at the beauty. Like, you know, just uh, so that helps me a bit more to focus and them to focus. And it's all beautiful surroundings and whatever a dancer needs, a teacher needs in that studio, we we have those facilities. We In fact, we have an area dedicated to parents to wait. They have a small cafeteria and uh, we have a changing room where they can put their bells on. I mean, I was of course not looking for all these things and I didn't thought that this is possible, but... Uh, But I just got it. And my husband is an architect. So he thought he just told me, you should not leave this space. I mean, it's okay to invest a little bit more. But this is what you should look for.
0: That's wonderful. And I totally understand like I think it's very important for students to correct themselves, especially if you've told them what to look for. Yeah. Once you've told them that they can look at themselves and do it themselves. That is better for them. And I, I don't, I don't have a kid, but I wonder if I can come check out your cafeteria anyway. But talking about your students, yeah, um when you talk about it, I know like one thing, our, this generation of teachers like to do is like being relatable to their students. That seems to be a big focus on it. How do you do that for yourself if you do it?
1: For me, uh, I came here very young, I was like just 24, mm-hmm. and uh, I I did not had a um, huge dance community network or anything as I had in my hometown, True. so I didn't know any musicians here or, you know, a dance, a co-dancers, n- nobody, right. so my students are a huge part of my journey, they are my support pillars, mm-hmm. and I always look at them in that way. And uh, my students are from like say six years to 50 years of age, and now my youngest student, I say, is 56. She wow. has recently joined a year back. Okay. So I learn a lot from them. You know, they're all uh, good professionals, uh, balancing their careers, homes, and, and their hobbies and all that. So I teach them Kathak, but I learn a lot from them. And uh, so I, I, they, I think they take me more as a friend.
0: Hmm. Yeah. So on that note, if you have a six-year-old and a 56-year-old in the same, uh, first of all, are they in the same batch or you put them in different batches? like the adult? And they
1: are not at all in same batch because okay. the patient's level and the focus of a six-year-old mm-hmm. would not be the same of an adult. Understood. Uh, so, so my batches are from six to 10, then uh, 10 to you say 16 and from yeah. 16 to adults. So it goes that way.
0: So on that note, if for a beginner 50 year old and a beginner six year old, how do you teach them differently?
1: Yeah, actually, uh, it's not it it is about age, but it is more about uh, the, the, you know, liking of the student or uh, the six year old uh, would like to connect with me more first, like coming to the classes. And, uh, you know, so, uh, so that is not a one hour batch for them. That is just a half hour batch and rest of the time we talk about Kathak more or I would just, you know, teach them some mudras because they get tired also mm. and uh, they get more breaks. They get probably two, two breaks for, you know, having some water or relaxing or stretching sure. out and all that. And a 56 year old would definitely like with my experience, they are coming to me because they wanted to do it since long, long, maybe since childhood, they didn't got an opportunity. And yeah. now, you know, completing all the responsibilities, now they are uh, coming to me. So they are, they know, you know, they are driven. Yeah. And I have to work, like few kids, they they love dance. Few kids come because their parents uh, want them to try. Mm-hmm. So so then, you know, it takes some time to build that rapport. But once it's built, once the trust is gained, and, you know, once they are having fun in the class, then then the things change.
0: Okay, and say when you're teaching someone older to you, I'm just wondering if you have this experience. You know, in South Asian culture, there's a there's a tendency to defer to your elders per se, and here you kind of have the dynamic reversed. Of course, you're more experienced than them when it comes to katha, no doubt about that. But when you're teaching, say people who are older than you, do you ever face an issue of like getting them, influencing them, getting them to listen to you and all that stuff, or how's that been for you?
1: Not really, like except one incident, it never ever happened to me. Okay. And, uh, they actually listen. They they give me a lot of respect while learning.
0: That's good.
1: Uh, they help me out with the, you know, say it is a recital or a performance or an exam going on in our class. Hmm. They chip in, they take responsibilities, they help me and they, they of course listen. For them, at that one hour or two hours, I am their guru. And it's the same kind of respect and love I give to my guru. So the age that really doesn't come in between uh, while teaching them.
0: Understood. And when it comes to teaching, I, there's a question I usually like to like ask everyone is about practice. So say if your students aren't practicing, uh, or someone's falling behind and things like that, how do you encourage them to get back on track or how do you, yeah, stress that the importance of practicing in the first place? Yeah.
1: The importance of practice, I think it should be instilled from day one, from the hmm. first, and I give them very small tasks. I okay. just practice at least ten minutes a day, or start with three times a week, maybe fifteen minutes. Hmm. I actually like for the kids. I write in their notebooks that you know this is the speed. Uh, get the tabla app, put the speed on. Do 30, oh. uh, yeah, do uh, thirty cycles of Tatkar and just do two movements very slowly. Uh, you know, feeling the, those movements. Hmm. Well, uh, proper uh, focused homework and with this COVID and online, uh, even the in-person students have started sending me their Riyaz videos,
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh, as my first guru, uh, late Mrs. Savita Taish, she always used to say that Riyas doesn't happen on floor on or in your studio or in the dance room, okay. it actually happens in your mind too and how much involved you are. So then, you know, uh, for mm-hmm. my adult students, I tell them, you know, you put on your music, you memorize, you know, memorizing music and steps are also a big part of Riyas. That's true. Uh, at least for adults, you know, kids' memory is better. Yeah. Uh, and the reciting part. So many of my students, uh, you know, if they are dropping their kids to hobby classes and they are sitting in the car. They actually send me studios. See, uh, I have recited this new bowl. So can mm-hmm. you check? And if they are sitting in the car and reciting, it gives me immense pleasure that actually I am uh, giving them what my gurus have given me, you know, mm. that is, if you're watching TV, you can do the wrist movement, you know, so you can be involved in your dance. Uh, it's not like you have to, of course you have to be in your dance room. You have to be in the dance floor, but even if you can give 15 minutes a day, it is, it will build up and you will mm. see the results in one or two months. And also my students give exams every year. So they know that uh, there would be a class sort of test. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not such a formal test, or I don't discourage anyone. But they know from the beginning that if they are meeting those goals and if they are doing what is expected in the exam, they will, they will be, you know, given the opportunity to appear in the exam. Or say, you know, uh, everyone gets an opportunity to perform and recital. But mm-hmm. if they are have to perform for the outside organizers and all, then mm-hmm. they. Hmm. it's not that i i would love everyone to perform but it's then it's not in my hand if they are not putting their hundred percent understood i just make it clear from the first phone call any parent made to me yeah so
0: okay understood yeah i think as Kathak teachers, there's a lot of expectation to be managed with parents as well, and that becomes. I've seen my teachers kind of it, it became it was like a, a huge part of their mental faculties, went to went to managing the parents in addition to the students. So that's just another thing to deal with, I guess.
1: But I would say you know some positive things like some things are changing positively now.
0: Oh, tell me about that
1: yeah i mean uh, the the questions were very normal in the beginning कि mm-hmm. now they don't ask it i feel really happy about it now okay. they say okay you know if there is an exam pattern in your class to kitna exams dena so i i always tell them you know artist to not exam but you will gain some good knowledge and, you know, and uh, being an artist depends on you how much practice you do, how hard work you do, how much hard work and all that. But, you know, that's how.
0: And when you say exams, is there certain exam syllabus or something you prefer?
1: We are affiliated to Gandharva mahavidyalaya Pune.
0: Got it, got it. And,
1: uh, there are like seven exams for bachelors and then two more for Alkar. You know. So uh, they give the and the syllabus. I actually teach according to syllabus also. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the syllabus gets completed a little early so then i teach whatever i want you know whatever i like mm.
0: yeah. and when you talk about teaching what you like what i want to know is how how do you teach differently than how you were taught because everyone's taught a certain way they teach some of the things they're taught and you know some of the things is what they bring to their table on their own so how what would you say that is for you
1: Ah, uh, for me you know, uh, like for us, the it was very different. Like I used to go two hours daily to Savita Thai and then on Sundays, five hours. Oh, wow. Yeah, because uh, uh, I mean, she used to love us and uh, for us, she was a motherly figure and uh, she's a disciple of Guru Lachum mm-hmm. So, uh, So because of that much time, you know, we had in our hands, we went very slow. Like, uh, in the first six months, we just uh, worked on 10 hand movements, say, and lay, tal, and tatkar, only mm. thick, dik tik. Mm. and then she started uh, teaching us good, like, Aris and all, because uh, we used to invest a lot of time, True. but here, I, I also don't go on a very fast pace, but, but the times are changing,
0: uh-huh. and
1: so I also start with good tatkar and from day one, I introduce them with tabla, mm-hmm. and, you know, lay tal. So whichever bowl they're learning, they should know how to recite it and all. Yeah. But still I go, my pace is a little faster in the sense that, you know, uh, I would want them to feel that they have accomplished at least some, they've learned at least few todas or something uh, at the say you know, after three months. So just go, you know, so my pace is a little uh, different. And uh, the exam in the first year, they don't uh, introduce any Abhinaya, but Mm. I love Abhinaya. I just love the storytelling part of it. Mm. So I I introduce it very early. Okay. That's what I do. And uh, so, yeah, I have a a few set things in my mind that they should be very well introduced with lay, tal, Uh, the footwork you know every bowl should be clear so I would I just tell them you know you need not go very fast or anything but it should be very precise very clear whatever you're learning Hmm. and I just give them goals that if I teach you if you want to learn more then you have to you know give me the uh, result like you have to uh, submit the videos you have to uh, show me that you are working on it Hmm. and then my pace I would say is a little faster of
0: teaching, but it depends on the students too. So at the same time, understood. That uh, yeah. Uh, so it uh, looks like at that you when you were t- learning, you had you kind of had to you you went slower because you know that just was how people were learning that time. Okay. And now you pick now you pick it up a little bit. You give them more specific things. You they kind of know where they're going. So
1: yeah, and them to different aspects, a little aspects of everything, you know, mudras or
0: yeah. upang,
1: angupag, or little bhav or yeah. tatkar and hand movements so that, you know, especially with kids, because if they are coming to me for a month and if they are just doing tigda, I want them to learn it, you know, I want them to pursue it. So even if I teach them two hand movements, uh, they feel that you know, they are doing something with hand or doing, learning something else. So yeah so i think according to the times you have to
0: change that's fair and since you're talking about learning going back to the starting of your conversation where you said you just finished a class with shovnadi i just like to know what are your classes like at this stage as you're running an academy you're teaching people what do you learn at this stage in your life what are you learning with her
1: oh so (laughs) So actually, uh, with Shobhna really, it just started uh, during COVID times. Yeah. Like uh, because uh, uh, when I came here, I was just craving for one thing. I love to perform, so I was finding venues for myself. But but I was craving for a guru to actually look at my riyas and correct me. That makes sense. I, I didn't got it for 14 years. But I've waited because whenever I used to go to India, which was yeah. not. That, frequent which now I go more frequently- uh-huh. uh, because I'm a mother of two so I, I just couldn't travel that much I understand that so, uh, so I still uh, go to my hometown go to my guru's place but I really wanted some structured you know learning or some guru was sitting and he was just correcting me he was just teaching me and uh, with the insta you know I I uh, I uh, used to know like came to know about a lot of workshops true uh, I just thought that, you know, maybe God has answered my prayers of 14 years. And, you know, then I'm doing workshop with Sekum Didi or Rajendra uh, Pandit Rajendra Gangani ji. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the people who you just watch and, you know, you just feel that someday, you know, you, uh, you, you get to meet them. Yeah. So Shobna Didi's uh, workshop flyer came and I just, I just messaged her. I just joined Insta at that time. And she messaged personally. And I was like, because she was my, um, my icon since childhood. I see. Uh, I mean, she's a legendary uh, dancer. So I'm like, is mm-hmm. oh, answering me. So I just joined the workshop. Even uh, she didn't know that the lockdown will go so long. And she's very busy. As she, she still performs uh, every week. Okay. All that. But uh, uh, it never stopped. We started for three months initially. But it never really stopped, and mm-hmm. once she starts teaching, uh, the the actual class structure was one and a half hours. But uh, she never stops. Uh, you know, it, it goes on for three hours. She doesn't then.
0: look at the clock like that. Okay. No,
1: oh, no, no, not at all. And uh, then, uh, so so then I got it after such a long wait. I had, um, I I love to ask questions in the class, and you know. And she, she answers each and every question of mine, and then uh, she, she has a very strong hold on theory, of course. So now we are learning uh, Natya Shastra with her, like mm. with her, uh, based on Natya Shastra. Also, new tals like Sarina Matra, you okay. know, so that those tals she has made, and, uh, and her choreographies, her legendary choreographies, okay. learning from her. And uh, now, nowadays, mostly I perform her choreographies and it gives me immense pleasure from within. I mean, I'm just very happy doing that. And then you know, she correcting and uh, sometimes she likes it. So it's just, you know, uh, and the, the, like uh, learning has no end. Hmm. So, I mean, she says at the age of 70, she's saying, I am still learning, then who am I? So, you know, there's a lot, lot to learn, lot to correct. And, uh, and I'm seeing the results now, like, you know, what, uh, when I perform. So the, these voice, just, you know, I keep hearing bend more, bend more because the, the, those times, like, you know, now the dancers are a little more straight, uh, in their, uh, presentation, few of them, uh, like.
0: What do you cur- mean by bending in this context?
1: Bending in a sense, you know, curves and bends and uh, that,
0: uh, okay. yeah,
1: style is that so so i can see that more in my dance now or in the pictures and all that so so yeah i mean
0: that's awesome i'm glad you found someone after 14 years and you have that system now it seems like you're really happy with it as well yeah Um,
1: yeah. i'm absolutely happy being a student in that class i yeah so
0: understood and next thing i want to ask you is about say you know since you've done your masters in Kathak as well, I'm very curious. Like up to Visharad, you know, it, I understand this kind of teaches you the foundations of Kathak, and and from there you kind of start your journey. And so a lot of people say that about Visharad. What is taught at the masters level that is not covered previously, or what did you learn at your masters?
1: So, uh, so do, uh, I have learned with my first guru till Visharad, mm-hmm. and uh, it uh, I learned for like seven eight years. Yeah. And uh, so then I joined my second guru, uh, Dr. Suchitra Harmarker. she is a leading exponent of Raigad Gharana mm-hmm. and she is the H.O.D. Uh, in the college for dance department. Right. I joined her because I was really mesmerized by their group performances, I wanted to learn the choreography aspect of it and, you know, different, uh, I used to love her performances. Uh, and then she said you know uh, I work full time I work in the college so why don't you join you know you do masters because then uh, I will be there and you know so my main thing was like masters was secondary but for me getting my guru there you know sitting for eight hours and we doing riyas in front of her and all that was more important but of course masters gave me a different perspective uh, and good exposure uh, in terms of university, because it's a university affiliated program, mm-hmm. and uh, so I could represent my university on state level, zonal level, national level, where very good performers come and, uh, and, uh, and you know, all the, even theory part of it, or we used to learn uh, other people's thesis, you know, what, what research they are doing uh, in the university library, that was all a part of our curriculum. And even our uh, examiners were like my examiner in masters was uh, Padma Shri Guru uh, Ji So you know, I uh, a you know you, you learn a lot, and uh, so that those are the things which I have actually learned from, or actually have gained from that masters uh, thing, and uh, the course, part of it, we have learned good tals like, you know, shikhar, ras, Lakshmi tal, Ganesh tal, or, or good compositions. And even the choreography, you know, how to do it was a part which was a very small part of our curriculum. Okay. All these things were there in our, on our uh, in our master's level.
0: Okay. Understood. So I think on a high level, it's the exposure you got and, and the, the the opportunities you got to perform the choreographies you got to do and kind of talked about doing more complex styles as well so from that time neha yeah, since you it, it sounded like you you performed a lot do you have any memorable performances or anecdotes to share from those that time in your life
1: yeah i mean uh so uh i have in so, so the same university uh, because of that i used to i got a good opportunity to perform in front of the governor of uh, mp okay performing there uh, then uh, we got uh, like good collaboration to dance for a big photographer a big, mm-hmm. actor, you know so we collaborate and at, at a very small age I was not very uh, big for that also um, even the nationals which I represented in Kurukshetra I represented mm-hmm. my university and uh, like uh, you know you have to start from your uh, department level going to the national level and hmm. all the levels that gave me uh, some different kind of confidence that instilled yeah. confidence and uh, when we we won then at uh, uh, then president mrs Paratibha thai patil mm-hmm. she actually came to indore and uh, nobody was allowed on that podium just the students who got a uh, to the university okay you know all these performances but i would say my most memorable performances will always be when i danced with my gurus or in front of my gurus mm. and they appreciating it or or like as i said you know the or any good dancer they seeing it and they appreciating it and they those are my treasured moments also like uh, in one performance like uh, we as dancers we really want to perform in the best dance festivals best art festivals where the knowledgeable people come and you know there we used to get to showcase but i yeah. was just uh, performing uh, same for the university uh, uh, level like uh, it was just a normal performance some some chief guest came and uh, yeah so those students uh, i think they never saw kathak or something so this probably, is an
0: indoor where are we right now probably.
1: and i was like okay i mean i love to dance and i don't care then but if you're doing something honestly the audience will at least they'll uh, they'll maintain discipline and they'll maintain the decorum and watch the performance but then this group of students came to me and uh, i i did worry and they said you know it just uh, at the end uh it just brought tears to your eyes and mm. that from college students i mean it was something like you know for sure Yeah, if they're getting connected with my performance. So I think all the performances are good for me. And, uh, you know, like memorable, obviously, because I love to perform, but Hmm. you and yeah, and recently I did uh, one mind the gap performance. So that was very good. I really enjoyed that performance.
0: What, what is that? What do you mean by mind? What is mind the gap about?
1: It is uh, there is an institution dance source Houston. Okay. So you just apply, and if you get selected, then it is a proper ticketed show. Uh, in downtown, there is a match theater.
0: Okay. And
1: it's a very nice theater. It's it's not very big, but they have very good facilities in terms okay. of lights, music, and you know the audience were quite very nice, and even the oh. uh, the organization was very supportive. And for me, it was the first time uh, doing it for a non-Indian organizer or audience. Like organizer, we have done for uh, libraries and all, but such ticketed event and show and and later we have nice meet and greet with audience. So I uh, enjoyed it thoroughly. It was was something uh, good. It it was uh, very memorable in the terms of, you know, I really had to think what they will connect with or what, mm -hmm. you know. I wanted to perform pure which I did but I didn't want any lyrics or I wanted a theme and all that so Mm. something which really satisfied uh, my soul I would say
0: I see so take us through that you said you had to really think a lot about what to perform so what was what was the process like what did you come up with take us through the backstage of that
1: so I I knew that um, mostly my like other dancers would be contemporary And I being from a theater background, I could have written a script entirely different, uh, but I didn't want it to do that. I wanted to present a very traditional Kathak piece, which had our instruments and, you know, which had the footwork, spins, todas, everything. But I didn't want any, um, any uh, lyrics, any Hindi lyrics or all Hmm. that. Then I took Panchatatva, which is five elements of nature and uh, due to covid you know and anyways the natural imbalance which we are going through the eco- ecological imbalance and all that right I thought that would be a good subject and maybe people, everyone could relate with it also i wanted to show the happiness the joy in indian dance too you know so i didn't want it to do it very intense this time for the like so so that's why i chose this subject
0: understood and did you get to talk to the audience later on what was that like
1: we had a meet and greet and we had just one Indian audience and the rest were all on Indians. And uh, so what did they say? They loved the, like, at first they just loved the costume, the grandeur of it and the belts mm-hmm. and the footwork and and of mm-hmm. course the spins. But uh, two of them, they they actually said, you know, they loved my expressions and, you know, they can connect there. They can connect with the with the nature I wanted to establish or the, mm-hmm. you know birds or the fire or the different moods i was switching through all the tatvas. so hmm. i like all that and yeah i think that was uh, good good feedback for me to you know think in future and do something uh, other things and also so yeah
0: yeah so that kind of brings me to our next question so now that you've kind of performed for say a non-south asian audience and you kind of know what works, what doesn't work, what they relate to. What do you think you'll do next with it? What do you think where will you, given the next opportunity, you get the next grant or the next thing to perform? What will you do with it, or what would you like to showcase? Yeah, I, I would like to write
1: a script uh, and you know uh, I I haven't like really really thought about it. But a script some...
0: as in like a dance drama, like the Indian dance ballet kind of thing.
1: I just love dance dramas i love the, uh, the backstage and the production and everything so uh the dance will be the main thing but it will be supported with dialogues and it, it would be a setting of a dance drama more than that so i'd love to do something like that
0: understood and since you're talking about dance drama and you mentioned you had a theater background how does that play into say the your abhine part of it has you have you felt there's a carryover between say learn being uh, your, dan- your- drama back not your theater background and your abhina
1: yeah yeah so uh yeah so like uh, my dad uh, he owns a drama company he's an actor and director
0: okay
1: um, childhood uh, so he didn't allow me till college to actually act uh, in mainstream dramas then uh, he just said you know if you want to learn you have to learn backstage first so i've done music light makeup uh even uh, we have painted stages like oh so we used to travel, we used to do the, that, you know, uh, 10 shows in a row in Ganpati and all that festivals, mm. traveling from uh, small towns, small things, mm. you know. so all that we have done. And, uh, but uh, we used to attend a lot of theater workshops. Okay. So we were encouraged to write also and do all the Abhinaya exercises. Which, as dancer, obviously, obviously our teachers teach us to use all the body parts, sub parts, to feel it and mm-hmm. to emote it, or uh, you know, to think about the character. But in the theatre exercises, we actually spend a lot of time uh, like doing those exercises. Like uh, you know, there is a exercise called observation. So mm-hmm. we actually, we used to go on streets and uh, we were given a task to, you know, just observe that tea vendor for two hours, you know,
0: is mm-hmm.
1: what he's doing and then come up back to the, uh, this, our workshop and present it. Yeah. Or once there, there was a task given to us that, you know, be a blind person or like, you know, visually impaired, so you can, yeah. so you have to close your eyes, wear that goggles and go on street and then feel what she feels, you know, because you can't open your eyes on a busy street. So we have actually to play a role, we have uh, gone into the depth of actually feeling that character. In theater, I guess it, uh, it gives you a lot more uh, uh, like uh, exposure, in, you know, feeling all that or observing rather than dance. I, I feel, I mean, I might not be correct. But in Hmm. my case that's the thing so so then i use all those experiences in dance uh, because i've been so much used to you know doing those exercises so
0: Hmm. understood and talking about dance drama mind the gap i do want to touch upon the recent performance you did for the kathak festival the home stages Um, yeah, I think, uh, there's so much detail in just the YouTube description of it. I loved like how your costume matches the drapes on the background as well. I don't know if that was a coincidence or not, but yeah, I just want to take us through like what it went through. It looked like you did one of Shumna these choreographies there as well, but yeah, tell us how that went and.
1: Actually, um, I joined Instagram uh, because of uh, such festivals, like one of my students pushed me literally, she really, like, no, you have to be there, you have to see what's going around, you know, because yeah, true. my kids were babies. Yeah. They're a li- little bigger now, so then I can, you know. So then um, then for the New York kathak Festival, uh, and, and about New York kathak Festival or about Mind the Gap and all these performances, Yeah. I- That there is no politics involved as such you know Mm. you just apply you just send your credentials your videos if they like it you're in you know then they don't need any recommendation and i love that part of it sure uh, so and also they they tell you beforehand uh, if they're gonna pay you or whatever you know all these things you know you know the deadlines when you are uh, you know you're supposed to submit the videos how it is made or and uh, New York City Festival I gave them two three themes which I could have performed and they they said you know you uh, they they just gave me the freedom to do
0: that's nice
1: so so Dashavatar I th- I I specifically did Dashavatar because. Oh, a, I really wanted to do Didi's choreography, any any one of her.
0: Excellent. And,
1: uh, also, uh, like in Dasha Aftar, I have seen many people doing Dasha Aftar in Bharat, Natyam, Udisi. In Kathak, uh, not as a mainstream performance, I've not seen much, you know, many people doing it so then i thought why not uh, and uh, and due to my theatre background doing 10 roles at a time and not just 10 roles there were many small roles also in every character in every uh-huh. uh, i
0: thought
1: uh, this i can just you know this is my thing so i can do
0: it so is this like one of shona's classic choreographies or she gave you like a new one or how does it, what was that like
1: no no this is one of her classic choreographies
0: understood understood okay and uh, awesome And yeah, so now I'm looking at all my topic lists. It looks like we covered everything we wanted to, so I'm coming to my last question. So we, it looks like as you've kind of been doing these new performances and you know where you're going to take your performance graph in terms of the new creations you want to create, who you want to go to, the people you want to work with, what environments you like, when it comes to your academy, where do you see it, what, what what plans you have for it in the future for your students, for yourself, where do you see it going?
1: So uh, I just, uh, I love to teach now and uh, so for my students, uh, it's for me, it's not just related to teaching them movements or todas or tukdas, no, uh, for especially for teenagers and adults, uh, I, like my students are independent enough, if I'm not there, they will contact the organizers. Of course, they'll ask me first. They will schedule their practices if I am not available and they will perform. So, I want to make them independent. Mm, We are in this country where uh, my dance form is no less than any uh, Western dance form but Mm. it is not as popular. So, then we have to carve our own path which all the dancers are doing uh, nicely, all the Kathak dancers. But, But you don't get so much support as we used to get in India. Mm. You no, know, and we, and uh, the venues are there, but you need to search. You know, I don't want them to waste their precious years in not knowing anything. I want them to know. I want them to search for venues, approach it confidently, go for it, and do whatever I have learned from my gurus, and I have tried to give them. They should be able to show this confidently, and they should be thinkers. Mm. I don't want them to be my copy or anything. I mean, it is. It doesn't even make sense to copy me or anything. Even while teaching, I, te- I teach them in the way that this toda can be done three, four ways. If I'm doing a group choreography, I will tell you specific thing I want. But if you are doing solo, you have this frame. You can pick from it. And whatever suits your body and mindset, you, can, you should go with it. So Because I have, uh, I have searched a lot in these years where I could go as a dancer. I don't want them to. And Mm. i have seen i'm seeing results also like in my dance room i very proudly display one trophy so for one year i went to india four Mm -hmm. years okay and uh, i stayed there for my further dance studies and all
0: yeah
1: one of my students she was in eighth grade and those were not zoom days they were those were skype days yeah to meet me twice a month or something yeah Uh, She was an 8th grader and she was learning from like when she was 7-8 years old from me. From you, okay. Somebody uh, approached her for the collaboration with a Bharat Natyam uh, student and I was not there and I was traveling for my studies. I said you go for it but unfortunately um, I may not be able to help you. I was really busy. I was working also in India. Yeah. So uh, she took that challenge. Uh, the, other, the other Bharatanatyam teacher she taught her student and I told her you try to think you know what you can do with her steps how can you match and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll teach I'll help you with the rhythm and all she, she performed and uh, so and uh, people liked her performance also on that trophy she would have you know like engraved her own name but she engraved her academy's name and she presented it to me when i came back to houston and i wow. think like i think i want that for all my students who really you know who are good dancers or who want to take dance ahead
0: hmm. yeah it's amazing i think what stands out is that you are ultimately trying to empower them to be their own person and be their own dancers and kind of get kind of get to where you are quicker than you have had to do take take the time as well so that's wonderful because that's what people need in a mentor and a coach as well so yeah Nyadi, just to recap we started off with you know your dance academy starting from Aradna to dance academy to your where your students are going your own performances in indoor in houston how you kind of form this whole thing and how you teach is inherently different than how you're taught and the kind of learning that's ongoing for her, and yeah, it's been great. And I think I like I like your answers. Are straight to the point. There's not a lot of fluff. Just get right to it. And yeah, thanks for thanks for coming on. Really appreciate Thank
1: it. Thank you for inviting me. I thoroughly enjoyed all your episodes, and uh, they are great learning inside for me also. You know, listening to good dancers and what they are doing, you know, their journey, and. Uh, yeah and i wish you uh you perform uh someday and you know I, I mean i i haven't seen you perform or maybe your videos so
0: oh that's because that's that's my dance space so i'm a beginner so right now all i do is cut a, car and car and stuff like that that's so fun. yeah it's gonna be yeah. a couple of years
1: we would love to see you perform someday,
0: you know. <laughs> for sure for sure